as me this weekend. Oh, oh, you weren't here. That, <laughs> that I found it hilarious that your only really comment, real comment to me was, "I hope you missed me." When, oh, <laughs> and you know that when we are when, together, when, when you when you came back, you yeah. sent me a text, and I just was confirming that we are doing this recording. And I wrote back and said, "We're we're on for the recording," and. Uh, I hope you missed me. I hope you missed yeah. me. <laughs> That's so. It, when you go on vacation with your wife and lovely daughters, yes, your lovely wife and wonderful daughters, yes. I still wonder if you miss me. I was thinking of you the whole time. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Twenty Three Podcast. Michael here with Do you miss me, Father Herb Weber? Uh, I didn't. I always did. Miss you miss you. me? Did of course. Okay. Whenever, whenever we're apart, my heart is always aching just a little bit. That sounds so Shakespearean. We, right? <laughs> That's from Romeo. No, but we had a great time. We went out uh, to the Outer Banks. That was my first time there. Beautiful. I have not been to the... I never get to go anywhere. Oh, please. I've not been to the Outer Banks. So it's wonderful. I highly suggest going. I did find a... Uh, I didn't get to go because we weren't there over a weekend, but uh, there was adoration on a Friday. I, I didn't go, though. I, I'll just apologize publicly at this point. But there was a little Catholic church near our house uh, called Our Lady of the Seas. I had never heard of that devotion. Well, there's a Our Lady of there's Everything. There's a Lady of there's Our Lady of the Mountains up yes. in Colorado. Oh, wonderful! Uh, Our Lady of uh, the Fields in Wood County. Uh, <laughs> so I just thought, you know, whenever you are away, the Catholic Church is not far. Yeah. And well, was, the picture you sh- sent me, and see, you did think about me. I did. Uh, was looking out the window of the church. Yeah, uh, I I found out, that on out Google on to, to the sea. Yeah, it was beautiful. Now. I, I wish after seeing that picture, I had gone in. So just to paint the picture for everybody listening, there was the altar obviously in the sanctuary, but they had all this clear glass behind it and it looked right out over the sound, uh, which is salt water, but it's not technically the ocean, right? Gotcha. And uh, just beautiful, beautiful views. By the way, speaking of looking out the window, Saturday, uh, Friday night, we had the Stations of the Cross. Oh yeah. Very, very powerful. Uh, everybody's been commenting on it and very well attended. Uh, and we got towards the end and I was sitting among the people. I was just a participant, just a participant. The- but we got uh, we got towards like the 12th station and I was looking out the windows uh, as the meditation was going on. And it was overcast and dark clouds, very ominous sky as Deacon Tom was reading about uh, the death of Jesus. Hmm. It was just like, okay, we did, I wasn't looking out the windows at the ocean or the sound, no. but I was looking at the sky and it was powerful. That's beautiful. That's great. Well, here we are. We are getting ready to begin Holy Week. And uh, I'm actually, I'm excited about this. This was a, a good way to rejuvenate a little bit. And now my mind is ready to take on the next two weeks. Well, it's going to be exciting. Uh, and what? our our last one together, not oh, yeah. not to get sad. Boy, that just threw me right there. I know, but this that it means more to me this year than ever because it's the last one that you and I will oh, do together. Yes. Uh, okay. How am I supposed to respond? You're supposed Ye- to say yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. I feel it the is, same way. It is the last one. Uh, we are going to not at the eight thirty mass, but at the other three. We're starting in Roncalli. We will assemble there. Uh, without chairs on the floor 
not not sitting on the floor, but st- <laughs> I was stand, say. standing sort of rally style. I mean, you can sit on the floor if you want, I guess. I wouldn't. I'm not going to. But anyway, it's the blessing of the palm branches, but it's also reading of the preliminary gospel. Yeah. Oh, speaking of palm branches, while I was hiking uh, near Cape Hatteras, you brought your own palms home. Well, they have real palms there. Yeah. Not palm trees. Pa- but palmettos. Yes. And I thought, I should get some for Palm Sunday. We won't even... I just have to get you know, them out. ours, as of this recording, which is Monday morning, Yeah. ours have not yet arrived. Well, I should have picked up about 2,000 of them. Uh, I, Amanda called last, I think, Thursday. Yeah. Called, and we re- have been reassured that they will be here on time. Great. And that the Paschal candle will be here on time. Has it not arrived yet? It has not. And usually that comes weeks in advance. Sure, sure. So we're holding our breath. It'll be uh, here. All good things come. I will. I, I looked around and I found the one from a couple of, couple of years ago. So we always have old candles. You know, maybe we should start ordering things from Amazon. We'll <laughs> make sure they get here in two days. Uh, all well, right. We'll, so, we'll just go down to the outer banks and cut our own palm branches. We're going to need a pickup truck. Uh, so yeah, so this weekend is Palm Sunday, and then uh, a regular mass schedule for that, and then next week we'll get, we'll of course get into Holy Week a little bit and Easter Sunday, but of course uh, we'll be here for Holy Thursday and Good Friday, both at seven p.m. The Easter Vigil at seven p.m. So we we do this so that people can remember. It really, it's so that seven seven seven. We remember when to show up too. I, I'm, I'm, I'm here all the time anyway. What difference does it make? <laughs> we just say, Father, it's time for Mass, and he goes and gets vested. Yeah. Uh, and then Sunday morning on Easter Sunday morning, if you're planning ahead, our normal Mass schedule, the first two Masses at 8.30 and 10, will also have an additional Mass in Roncalli Hall if needed. On Easter Sunday. Correct. So this weekend, uh, for Palm Sunday, you can come into the church, set your things down, and then plan just to go down to Roncalli Hall, where we'll begin. And the reason we're not doing that at the 8.30 because it will elongate the mass a little bit, and the eight thirty will ru- would run into the ten o'clock. So we don't we, need a collision. We still will have the blessing of the palms and the preliminary gospel read in church, sure. but without the procession. Correct. You can just maybe move to your left and then slide to your right, <laughs> and then now, two, two hops we'll, this time. We'll turn around and face the back. We'll have the re- the first reading in the back. Of the Remember church. last year I shared the piano with you. Oh, that's what we did. That was kind of nice. Maybe that we... was actually we could do that. Father Jeff Rose has the the eight thirty mass. Yeah, put him on the platform. He could uh, sit on the piano. It's more. <laughs> well, let's have him stand. Stand. I like how we're planning while we're recording. This is good. Just the whole. This is world. how it works. Folks. I for, I forgot how we did that. And then last year, I took a red cloth and I threw it over, over the, the piano. piano. Yeah, just a. a Kind of a table runner it type need, cloth. Yeah, it needed a little a little pop of red. So we could do that again this year. Okay. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to read the gospel from Palm Sunday because during Mass we read the Passion of St. Luke. And that's kind of long. That would take 24 minutes. So no, actually, it's, it's not <laughs> 24. That would not take. Really, I like that joke. It doesn't really take that long, but it gonna, would fill our time. Right. So why don't you read the gospel of Luke? Oh, uh, the, wow. For the preliminary gospel. See, I leave for a week, and now I get all these privileges when I come back. I feel so... It's long. On, oh, maybe it's not a privilege then. <laughs> Go. All right, from Luke ch- chapter 19. Jesus proceeded on his journey up to Jerusalem. As he drew near to Bethphage and Bethany, at the place called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples. He said, Go into the village opposite you, 
and as you enter it, you will find a colt tethered on which no one has ever sat. Untie it and bring it here. And if anyone should ask you, why are you untying it? You will answer, the master has need of it. So those who had been sent went off and found everything just as he had told them. And as they were untying the colt, its owners said to them, why are you untying this colt? They answered, the master has need of it. So they brought it to Jesus, threw their cloaks over the colt, and helped Jesus to mount. As he rode along, the people were spreading their cloaks on the road. And now, as he was approaching the slope of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of his disciples began to praise God aloud with joy for all the mighty deeds they had seen. They proclaimed, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. He said in reply, I tell you, if they keep silent, the stones will cry out. I love that line. That's great. Isn't that great? We need we need crying stones. But let's go back to where they, they spread their cloaks on the road. And, uh, of course, they had all the, the branches and all that stuff. Um, does this even talk about this? This is the Gospel of Luke. Did you notice... It doesn't use the phrase Hosanna in the highest, which is as Matthew's gospel. Sure, and that ha- has become kind of synonymous with Palm Sunday, right? right. We even here sing- it says, "Blessed is he, the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace, to, peace in heaven and glory in the highest." That's a little callback to Christmas. What, peace in heaven and glory in the oh, highest. How cool! You're right, and that's also Luke's gospel. There's your homily. I just I you, wrote it for you. Well, except I don't get to preach on the. On the first oh. part, I just preach on the passion. That's inter- that's interesting, though. Here, you know, in the incarnation, in the in the infancy narrative, we're so used to that, you know, the song of the angels. Yeah, and here it is echoed again as he's coming in just before his passion. Okay, let's give a point to Michael today. He I get ma- a point. He, he made a connection. Oh, man, I am just doing great. That's today. because you just came back from vacation. My brain is so energized. Is that it? I don't know. <laughs> it could be the coffee. Well, the the thought that came to my mind was one year when we went to Guatemala, we usually have our mission trip pre-Lent. Mm-hmm. So it's like January or early February. But one year we got there and Lent had just started. So we arrived like on the Friday after Ash Wednesday. Okay. And at the church, every Friday they would have Stations of the Cross throughout the whole town. It would start at the church and they carried uh, a large sound system. It was like on wheels or something. They rolled it around and so that everybody in town could hear the patient, uh, the uh, stations of the cross. Hmm. They rolled it through the town. But at the church itself, on the, there's, you, you've been down there, so there's sure. a, a large, I'll call it a plaza, but it's it's a concrete outside the church gathering be, to the main church doors yep. all the way from the street uh, to the doors, mm-hmm. and they had that all covered with beautiful, well, it was uh, leaves and needles of uh, pine trees and really? plants and flowers, but it was all put together in a design almost like a mosaic. It was extremely beautiful, and it must have taken hours to put together. Wow! Do you have pictures? 
I probably do. Okay. You have to and, show me sometime. And I remember I didn't want to walk on it, but they, they used that as like, okay, this is a way of saying even the ground on which we start the stations is uh, dedicated to God. Mm. And so uh, it was there probably it lasted through the evening because the stations went on well into the night. It took a long time to go throughout the whole town. Wow. And then by the weekend, I think that was all gone again. Really? By Sunday. Oh, wow. The, the care and love that goes into things like that, and spe- especially in the, that culture, yeah. is exquisite. So you, you do the, a lot of those little extra things. But anyhow, so uh, that's what I was thinking about when they talk about throwing down palm branches or even throwing your coats down. It was kind of a, a way of saying, we don't want even the feet of the animal to touch the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a, a real sign of respect. Yeah. The, the the line that stuck out to me as I was reading this that I don't think I have noticed before, at least I don't remember noticing it. By the way, when you read something aloud, you do notice things differently. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, when Jesus said to the disciples, go into the village opposite you, and as you enter it, you will find a colt tethered, but this detail, on which no one has ever sat. Yeah, that that's in there. That it, that it <laughs> I know I just read it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's been in there. They didn't just put it in well, this year yeah. for you. <laughs> it's the new the new edition. Um, but again, it's it's that whole image of something that has been set apart or set aside or unblemished. Almost, yeah. let, let's go back to the incarnation that Jesus... Or, or he that, got one point right, and so he's going to keep I, going back to it. I, I'm going for extra credit again, folks. You got, he sang one song well, so that's become his repertoire now. <laughs> just one song. Um that Mary too was unblemished. Yeah, right. But that—that's the whole thing. Uh, even they talk about the first fruits. That's a phrase. It's mm-hmm. one word. First fruits. It's one uh, word. It is one oh, word. Okay. For uh, the first fruits is uh, the the very. Uh, it would be like the first fruits of salvation would be the, you know, Jesus dying on the cross and pro- providing the first fruits of salvation. Mm. You know, those who are brought to the Father immediately, that type of thing. Um, so the first fruits, uh, it's a phrase that's used in the scripture recent, uh, frequently. But, you know, we, we even do, we even use that phrase um, for the olive oil. Yeah. The, the press, the first press is called not just virgin oil, but extra virgin. Oh, yes. This, everybody cooks with it these days. Yeah. It's it's the cool thing to do. But it's it's the, the first pressing of the olives. Is that is that why it's called extra virgin? Yeah. I had no idea. It's the very, it's uh, the probably the most pure, but it's like, I think quality-wise and taste-wise, it's supposed to be the best. The other line that I liked in this, too, I just, I giggled a little internally as I was reading it, was um, the master saying to them, Hey, why are you untying my colt? Right, the uh, just oh, just now, oh my just now. Excuse me, Could this, I'm, I'm going to interrupt, Michael. Michael was talking about this, and as breaking news, breaking news, break, breaking news. <laughs> uh, 
we happen to look out the window and the truck pulls up. Here it and is. De- and he's delivering the palm branches. We will have Palm Sunday, folks. So just like it says in the Gospel of Luke, UPS drove up and brought the palm branches <laughs> and Jesus and they, rode in. they threw them down on the road so that Jesus could drive in. Okay. Brought to you by a man in a brown uniform. But meanwhile, actually, it was FedEx. No, I'm looking at the truck. It's UPS. I'm looking at it right well, now. Well, another a UPS truck just pulled in. Are there, there's, we have two UPS there's trucks. There's so many. Oh, maybe the other one's the Easter candle. Hold on, folks. So many developments today. <laughs> Who knows what could be happening yeah. at any moment? Uh, have you ever noticed that with news channels, it's no longer news. It's uh, the the cable news. It's breaking. News. Everything's well. It makes Bra- you want to watch breaking news. Yeah, this is man. This is. But but meanwhile, you were telling about the the master who said, "What are you What are you doing? Taking my my yeah, colt?" I like I, in in Luke's portrayal of him. He seems very calm and collective. Like, why are you untying this colt? But if somebody were coming up to take your animal, don't you think you'd be a little more agitated? Hey, what you doing? Hey, right. hey. But you know, their simple answer was. The master has need of it. I wonder what he thought about that. Well, you know, I've always thought about this, that it's almost like it's all pre-arranged. In fact, in one of the passages, I guess it's not here in Luke, um, but in one of those, it, it says, the room is ready. Oh, I'm sorry, that's for the, yeah, that's for this. Uh for the Last Supper. Mm-hmm. The, the room is already ready. Just go and tell them the master has need of it. So it's, it's like there's a number of these little things where it, it sounds like uh, somebody had gone ahead in advance and set everything up. Yeah. I want, you know, and again, we've talked about this many times on the podcast, knowing these stories so well and hearing them year after year, even though there might be different accounts. I think we, we've, become very used to the events that are happening here. Um, But I think this year, especially given the fact that this will probably be one of the first years in a couple that more and more people will be coming and entering into Holy Week and all of that. um, I think it will do us very well to really enter in and pay close attention to what we are celebrating. And because, because we do that, it will make the prayer all that much more rich for us yeah and but that's isn't that true for almost all those parables we hear them and have heard them yeah so when we have them read again we don't hear them mm-hmm. because oh, the first line is like uh a man had two sons and pretty soon our mind goes drifting off because we've we've heard the story already well i'll tell you what something that has been very beneficial to me personally this lent my small group has been using the Lenten Companion from Ascension Press. And each week of Lent, it has taken the gospel for Sunday, but it takes six days to go through it. And so instead of, in fact, even during the first week of, of Lent, as we were back to the temptations in the desert, yeah, it had you almost in, in a Alexio sort of way, reread that passage and by the fourth or fifth day I thought oh my gosh I cannot read this passage again but you always take something else from it every time that you read it uh, to the point where the repetition makes you feel a little fatigued at times um, but the the being able to spend time with it and chew on little bits just like I mean we're not even talking about the passion reading right and we're going to spend uh, 
many times, at least that you and I will hear it many times this weekend, and those that come to Mass, you'll get to read it once. Um, but it, it might be a good idea to sit down with it and spend some time with it before or after Mass during Holy Week, just so that it's not the only time you're hearing it is at Mass. That's Yeah. Um, it's, we have both the, the treasure and the challenge, the treasure of having these readings and having them read frequently, the challenge is we sort of take it for granted mm. and we don't hear. It's all, We're not much different from the, the teenager when mom says, you know, uh, make sure you clean your room. It's been two months. Yeah. And the kid says, sure, but do, do they actually ever say anything? Okay, now the UPS, the other UPS driver's coming in. Mike. Who's the distracted one today? I know. And he's bringing some more palm branches. Oh. And he's bringing some of some coffee. Friends, we have so many palm branches. Two UPS trucks had to bring it. You better <laughs> you better come to church this weekend. What's, what's really funny, the two UPS drivers are talking to each other out there. Uh, they don't know that we're watching. Them. They have no idea. They don't even know they're on the podcast. Should we invite them in for some coffee and and, uh, and maybe they could them? introduce themselves <laughs> on the podcast? <laughs> There's another box of palms. This is great. But they also brought the coffee from Guatemala, so, which we, everything we it have, all comes together. It's we been have, going around. We have come full circle. Yeah. Okay, I have one last question for you here before you run out of time. As um, your final Holy Week as pastor of this parish, what are you looking forward to most? Wow. I, I wrote uh, an email this morning to people from RCIA for the last two, three years, inviting them to the Easter vigil. Mm. And I said, this is going to be my final Easter vigil as pastor. Yeah. Now, I'll probably be helping at some parishes in the future, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm certainly looking at the Easter vigil uh, as such. It's such a powerful, powerful experience. And I would like to tell people even if you've never been to one before or don't know anybody in RCIA it is an incredible incredible experience yeah the, the high holy mass of the year I'm looking forward to being able to well I don't do it I just sing a song but having uh, the foot washing again for Holy Thursday yeah that'll be special all right friends here we are we're entering the most holy week of the year we can't wait to celebrate this with you and we hope to see you right here in person We'll see you at Mass this weekend. Yeah, take care.